Shadow's Bastion, a By Gods and Kings story, takes place in the fictional world of Dunai. All of these works are available to read on Kindle Vela and are available shortly after this release. For more information on By Gods and Kings, please visit our website, bygodsandkings.com, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Chapter 17 The Outcast of Order Crix's eyes remained on the stockade as the magic swirled around it. The door was closed and shut firmly, and the sound of Kuros' screams were no longer audible. Crix had defied his god's command, something he never thought he was capable of. The aura dissipated into the air, leaving clear skies above. Birds began to chirp, and the sound of the river flowing brought a sense of pause to Crix, but he knew that his impulsive decision may prove to be harmful. He staggered away from the wooden building. His decision was etched in time, and all that was left for Crix to do was live with the consequences. With a soft sigh, he turned around and began his march away from the city of Sunshire, off into the woods to the south. He knew if he turned to the east where he would end up, and chancing finding Ariel again did stoke his curiosity. He had more questions for Kadai, though he equally wondered if he would ever lay eyes on her again. Crix glanced over his shoulder to see the people of Sunshire still scampering about. Though they were further away, he still knew how much panic they were in. Though they were all devoted to Sayeria and the Dorvos, Many of the mortals were not prepared for an event that shaped the landscape of Dunai. The priests of Sierra were trying to instill calm, though after witnessing the events from the stockade, that was proving to be difficult. Crix entered the woods to the south of Sunshire, knowing that within a few hours, he would be back on the plains in between the swamp of Agriates and the Shroud. The Yellink River would offer him passage to Dories and Dern, though he wondered if that's where he truly needed to head. The thought of venturing into the hidden forces of Korastas brought about a sense of curiosity to Crix, but he didn't feel it would be safe. The wind pushed the branches above him as he continued forward. It had only been a few minutes when Crix entered a small clearing. A few logs were on the ground and several leaves were scattered on the floor. He made his way through, hoping to re-enter the trail that would lead south. However, after a few feet, the sound of thundering hooves stole his attention. Crix turned to his right abruptly to find a massive deer with sharp antlers ramming into him. The deer lowered his head and attempted to drive the tips of his horns into Crix's sternum. Crix, in a quick moment of brilliance, dropped to the ground underneath the head of the massive deer and spun to the side to avoid being trampled on by the hooves. Crix rolled up onto his knees and turned to see the massive deer shape-shifting before his eyes. The horns on top of the deer's head disappeared, followed by his hulking body. The brown fur transformed into a black coat, with the head of the deer turning into a panther. The massive deer morphed into a predator, with sharp white fangs that dripped saliva. Hello, Pendle, said Crix from his knees. The panther snarled and leapt forward, attempting to pounce Crix from the ground. The god-touched servant rolled out of the way and swung his left hand violently backwards at the predator. The back of his fist slammed into the nose of Pendle, who stumbled backwards and offered Crix a hint of respite. The panther gripped the ground as he shook his head. He planted his back paws behind him with Crix standing still. Crix's eyes glowed silver as he tried quickly to examine Pendle's essence. You don't have to do this, Pendle. The panther growled loudly before snarling. He let out a massive roar before lunging forward. Crix put his hands out, preparing to brace himself for Pendle landing on top of him, when suddenly he saw the only fray in Pendle's essence dangling innocently to the side. A light smirk came from Crix's mouth with Pendle in mid-air. He grabbed the frayed essence, causing the panther to drop to the ground innocently. He screamed loudly in agony as the panther morphed back into the large seraphim, Pendle. 
Grix released his hold on Pendle and rose to his feet. He stepped to the side with the seraphim slowly rising to his knees. You dare defy his orders, screamed Pendle. He rose to his feet and swung his fist violently at Crix. The god-touched servant still saw the frayed essence. With Pendle's fist in motion, he tugged at the essence and slowed Pendle down with a sharp pain within his soul. Crix stepped forward and drove his knee into the sternum of Pendle before grabbing his head and driving that same knee into his face. Pendle stumbled backwards while Crix still had a hold of the frayed essence. He focused his attention forward, seeing a second piece of frayed essence appearing. He tugged at the two frayed pieces simultaneously, dropping Pendle to his knees. Blood dripped from the seraphim's nose. Crix released the two pieces of essence as Pendle rose to his feet. How are you doing that? inquired Pendle angrily. Crix smiled menacingly at the seraphim. My abilities aren't traditional to the other god-touched servants, Pendle. I like to think I'm a bit more attuned to Darian's true knowledge. Pendle snarled. We'll see about that, he shouted as he charged forward at Crix, only to be stopped immediately. Crix pulled both pieces of essence sharply, stopping Pendle in his tracks and ending the conflict. The seraphim breathed loudly as he hunched over at the waist. His eyes were bulging from his sockets as he snarled at the god touch who bested him. Never had he imagined a creature of Dunai would defeat him, but he was aptly handled. Pendle blinked slowly while Crix stood prominently before him, preparing his next strike. Suddenly, without warning, Pendle's eyes flashed white while Crix staggered backwards slightly. The attention of the two men was taken by an unusual force. What's that? asked Crix as he tried to lock his eyes back on Pendle's frayed essence. Pendle sighed loudly without taking his eyes off of Crix. You're not as attuned as your contemporaries, he stated harshly. They wouldn't have to ask. Well, I'm still getting adjusted, Seraphim, retorted Crix as he opened his arms out in jest. Now, if you don't mind, what is going on? Pendle stood up straight and stretched his arms out in front of him. He cracked his knuckles while twisting his neck and shoulders. Darien has been summoned to Eden, along with the rest of the gods. Pendle placed his hands on his sides and exhaled loudly. It means Vesia has intervened. Crix laughed openly and clapped his hands together. She's just now intervening. Have you not seen everything that happened in Sunshire? I doubt she's concerned with that, God touched. I suppose she's more concerned that one of the eleven have perished, countered Pendle. He placed his hands together and blew air through them slowly. I have to return to Dolbach to prepare the Seraphim for what's next. Crix remained still and looked on at the dejected Pendle. So then we're done? I can go free and not have to worry about finishing this duel? Crix smirked as he opened up his palms, threatening Pendle again with his abilities. I was rather looking forward to testing my abilities further. I've yet to sever essence from someone. It'd be quite an accomplishment for a seraphim to be my first. Pendle seethed. Save it. We will finish this one day, but that day is not now. If your devotion is still to Darien, then you will heed my words. Crix kept his hands open and his palms facing Pendle. Go on, he said, still keeping his focus on the larger man in front of him. I will give you one year before the servants of Darien come to hunt you for defying his orders, explained Pendle. If you're not inside that stockade the next year, then I swear to you, Crix, you will not receive a moment of solace. Crix smiled and closed his hands. Then I'll see you in a year, friend. Pendle scowled and morphed into an eagle. Crix watched his essence transform before his eyes before the seraphim flew off into the sky. Not only had he defied Darien's orders by not entering the stockade, he had defeated Darien's right hand. Pendle was regarded as the strongest servant of Darien, a seraphim of no equal. Crix had bested him without breaking a sweat, and though he had to dust off the dirt from where Pendle ambushed him, he had proven to be remarkably stronger than the mightiest of Darien's servants. 
The Sunshire Stockades, the bastion of shadow on the Sariac River, was complete and filled with the souls of those who fell in Brile, as well as many others. Crix was soon to be a hunted man, though he was far more powerful than anyone who would potentially hunt him down, with the exception of one. So long as his scales stayed balanced, he would never be hunted by the one man who could kill him. Crix had to keep his distance from the man who greeted him after his conversion. Crix had to make sure he stayed away from Ebelus Mertrand. With a year of freedom in front of him and having justified his deity's commands, Crix was left in an awkward position. He loved Darien and wanted to serve him, but he pondered if his devotion and servitude would keep him safe. I've got a year to figure this out, said Crix as he began south again. With questions swirling around his mind, Crix was only left to ponder what was in front of him and how he would go about living a peaceful life, whether he would serve Darien or not. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.